Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Deppick. I'm Cody Crane. What the hell? Ooh, when did you get here? Hey, we're in person. When did I get here? Yeah. I just got here. That's true. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, the last, as the listeners know, for the last yeah. uh, four weeks of uh, recording, yeah. I, I had COVID at one mm-hmm. point, but now we're back. Yeah, you had COVID, then I threw my back out, so I was trapped where I was, and here we are, back again. <laughs> they didn't know you threw your back out. I just let them know. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying, it was part of the prolonging of it. Did you have, because we've definitely talked about your uh, weak little baby back. Before. I got a weak little baby back. You uh, know, like when you see like a baby, like, doddering around and you know they just got a huge ass in the diaper but their back is like little baby and weak and squishy that's my back (laughs) did you have your uh, famous crooked walk i did (laughs) um so you haven't uh known what i've been doing here in the house oh no i'm afraid to find out (laughs) yeah you've just been shitting in piles everywhere (laughs) yeah we can go in your room oh no um, but I uh, I was watching uh, the other day the remake of Twelve Angry Men. Okay, okay, and great remake. You've just been watching this over and over again. <laughs> well, I rented it. Is off it of like Amazon, the, is it so like the Twelve Days really of Christmas? It. You have to watch it every day. <laughs> yeah, I took a different juror's perspective. Mm. Perspective every. You time only watch that juror if he wasn't on screen. You closed your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a fun take. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I found really funny about it was they were like, uh, you at the start, the judge is like, uh, you could take weeks to do this or whatever, come to a deliberation. And then 20 minutes into the movie, they go to each other. We're a hung jury. We just have to tell the judge that we're never figuring this out. <laughs> I just found that to be a very funny angle. <laughs> I feel like that's probably very common, though. I feel like a lot of juries are just like, well, we're not going to get to a decision. We may as well just go home. <laughs> Quit. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, one juror had a ball game tickets and the other. One that's true. To eat dinner. I mean, I don't blame them then. Do you? <laughs> Who cares about justice when ball games and dinner are on the line? Hey, you got a point. You know, that's how I'm going to say it. But spoiler about, alert, they did come to a decision. What the fuck? Yeah, they did. They I haven't did. seen it yet. I didn't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> or the I haven't seen the original. Really? You haven't seen any of them? No, they won't let me. Oh, well, this one. Uh, watch the remake because you'll be happy. Is the remake better? I don't know if it's better, but it definitely has a, a fun cast. Like you got James Gandolfini. You got mm. Jack Lemmon. Okay. George C. Scott, mm-hmm. uh, McKelty Williamson. I could say it's a, a banger of a cast. Okay. It's like okay. all of the best like character actors. Yeah, yeah. Crammed into a room. <laughs> but it's not all about them today because we have one of Toronto's best character actors here. We have improviser, comedian, writer. We got Ted Hambly here. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you so much. Toronto's best care. I am. For sure, using that from now on, I do not deserve that title <laughs> at all. Uh, no, not at all. Earn that, but well, I will better? now use it. <laughs> true, true, I can't name a single person who's a go. better. Character. So, 
Well, right there, it's on my win. CV now. Uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, people look at it and hire me for something. Well, I mean, at the very <laughs> least, you can quote uh, Spook Podcast. You can put it on the bottom of every poster. That's true. That's you're, great. You're not saying it. You're just quoting it. So I think that's fair. Very true. So I guess the pressure is not on me. No, not at all. It's like <laughs> okay. if like now magazine said something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. And and leave our <laughs> leave our phone number beside it. And yeah. Then they'll call okay. us and we'll confirm it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like a mm-hmm. we'll have a hotline set up to let everyone know that this is true. We did say this. Good, good. So it'll be a bunch of people just calling you constantly being mm-hmm. very angry and disappointed. <laughs> just you will never be able to finish another podcast again. Well, it could also just be a way for us to get some great character actors to come on the show to prove them, prove, uh, prove us wrong. Well, that's, you know? uh, if this has been your whole plan, I can just leave right now. I think it's uh, all set up. Well, thank you up. for coming. We, we, we no really problem. appreciate it. Great. I'm glad I could help you out. Really good. <laughs> well, that's what this is about. It's about marketing. Oh, sure. That's what it's all about. <laughs> That would be great if we uh, if that just spun off to uh, Gary Oldman calling us. And being like, you thought he was a good character. actor. <laughs> like he moves to Toronto is like, I'm a Torontonian now. <laughs> Shit. OK, Stanley Tucci, well known for your long form improv. Tell us about acting as well. <laughs> I want to talk about his cookbook. Oh, yes. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, Ted, to uh, dive into you here, you've uh, mm-hmm. uh, been a part of the Second City. You've uh, a, a ton of commercials. I saw your face a lot on on the screen over the years. Seen you on stage. You're hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, how did yeah, you get uh, started into this? Uh, well, with Second City, I've been doing uh, I have done a bit of understudying and but mostly working with the uh, uh, education company, uh, working with the children's company there uh, doing educational shows and stuff. Uh, but I started uh, way long ago in high school. I did something called the CIG's the Canadian Improv Games, mm. uh, where uh, our team thought we were better than everyone else. So we refuse to play by the rules. And at the end of every match, they would adjudicate you and they'd say, hey, you guys, you guys are pretty good, but you didn't play by the rules. Mm-hmm. So you're not moving on. And we go, this is <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. We're so good. And it's like, hey, if we had just like done a fraction of what they were asking, we would have probably done so much better. But yeah, that sounds that's like high school. It, oh god the most high school how could you not <laughs> you know uh, what that is a better situation than my uh canadian improv games uh situation from my high school because we started our scene immediately one of the uh women on our team said something racist and we got kicked oh, out and we were oh. put out immediately and that was my grade 12 year my first time joining it so i was like well oh. i'll never be a part of this Wow, that is that's a rough one. That's really <laughs> the rest of a, us were upset. We were upset. I can imagine. I can imagine. That's like because you it's an extracurricular thing. You're practicing, like you put mm-hmm. time and effort into it, and they just <laughs> that is uh that's too bad. I'm so sorry. Uh it's it's weird too because you would think that like through all of like the practices we're doing and everything, yeah. like something like that would like come up. At a certain point, but they waited for the big stage to really. <laughs> well, they they were ready. They were like, no, no, no. Bringing I'm out the A material. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> they were ready to go with that. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Uh, but after that, I went to Humber and did their comedy program for a mm-hmm. bit uh, and did some improv there, but kind of focused on stand up, uh, which got very depressing very fast for me. <laughs> I did not enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Uh, but a friend recommended I audition for the uh, conservatory, the Second City Conservatory, which I did, but did not get in. But they said, we uh, can see you've done some work before you can, uh, if you'd like to audition again, you can take some classes, get some more training. Uh, so I did that for a bit and did the conservatory and uh, ended up auditioning there and working there through their summer camps and all these things, teaching there, uh, et cetera. Uh, and yeah, it's kind of just gone from there. I've been working there uh, ever since, oh God. 2012 um teaching uh but other than that being a part of toronto's great uh, improv scene and community yeah you're you're a part of a lot of uh different groups in like the uh assembly right and everything like mm-hmm. that um uh so with the uh what was the thing for uh stand-up for you do you ever consider like going back to that because i know that like it's incredibly lonely when you're especially when you're starting out mm-hmm. Yes, I think lonely is actually a perfect word for it. It's very much a thing of um, uh, like if improv, if you do a bad set, other than if you're doing solo, you at least have one other person to commiserate with and go, well, that didn't work too bad next time. Whereas improv, it's like, oh, so uh, I didn't work. Yeah. Uh, like the writing I did, the effort I put into this, the uh, um, my personality, my <laughs> delivery, it's all on my me and myself. Uh, and it's also the thing with improv is that, um, you know, there's that unspoken knowledge between you and the audience that you d- um, uh, that it's unplanned. Yeah. So the audience is uh, that tiny bit uh not a tiny bit but they are they are more forgiving yeah. with the fact of if something doesn't work or whatever it's like okay well mm-hmm. this is happening right now where it's like oh so you wrote this you sat down and put pen to paper or typing and thought this was a good idea why was that <laughs> that's an interesting thing um did you rehearse this at all or did you uh just mm-hmm. blindly come up so it can be uh, very isolating in the sense that it's just if things go bad, they go bad purely based on you. Yeah. I, just picturing that in my head, it was you coming off of stage and everyone just surrounding you, asking those questions, <laughs> which I think is a nightmare that we've all had. <laughs> oh, for sure. That is uh a, cl- a classic nightmare. Um, it's just so I remember someone once uh, uh, like at Humber, they had some people who had been successful in Canadian comedy come in and talk. And one person said there's a certain point in stand up where um, uh, the highs get low, but the lows remain the same. So as like when you do a really great show, when you first start off, you're like, oh, this is amazing. This is great, blah, blah, blah. But the more and more great shows you do, the less of a high you get, the less of like, oh, I fucking killed it, you feel. Um, But when you do a bad show, that bad feeling doesn't go away. 
you right. still feel like, oh, that was not great, uh, which is a very depressing <laughs> way to look at it. Um, yeah. No, you think about that set for... Yeah, you I'd like to it. say the rest of your life because I still think about it. I still <laughs> there think are about some I still think about and go, oh, yeah, oh, what did I do? What did I subject those people to? <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's dive into a uh, spookier note than even that. Mm, right? <laughs> I don't know if we can. Is can there we? such a thing? <laughs> uh, Ted, do you believe in ghosts? Gosh, what a question. Um. <laughs> I would say, I guess I want to believe in ghosts. Mm. Like I love spooky shit. I love the paranormal. I love all that stuff. I've personally never had an experience. Like I've never seen it. Like people are telling the stories of like, man, I saw a roommate of mine was like, I saw a ghost once I was like, oh, what's the story? He's like, one time when I was a kid, there was a light in my room. It's like, okay, well, I was expecting a bit more than that. Um, entertain me, please. Oh, there we go, Cody. Um, yes, so I, I'm expecting something from like poltergeist or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's something that like I've always uh, had this uh, fun fascination with horror and supernatural stuff. So um, it's something I, 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 I like to believe in. I like mm. to think is possible and is happening and it's cool um but i personally if you ask me have i had any experiences nah do you, how do you feel because you're open to it how do you feel like you would react in kind of the moment if you did see that ghost like maybe not as like demonic as like poltergeist but <laughs> like if if you saw like that figure uh, how do you feel like your reaction would be Oh, I think I'd still be freaked out. I think it'd be terrifying. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's just... I don't think there's any way <laughs> of preparing. Even a nice ghost going, hey, man, what's up? It would be just still <laughs> <laughs> the scariest thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would be like that bad stand-up set just still like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you wrote and those jokes? Out. Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. I was at that set. Oh, no, you're here for a while then. <laughs> I deserve a lot of haunting. That's why I died. <laughs> That's because of your set. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, do you think that you would have the same kind of reaction if you uh, walked into a room where uh, the light was on? <laughs> Uh, no i think i think i'd be <laughs> i think i'd be a little calmer i think i'd be yeah. like oh i must have let the light on uh <laughs> that is what is going on here there is nothing else but i'm for sure that person where um if it's 2 3 a.m and i hear a noise i'm like this is it this is the gut this is the haunting it's about to happen right now right um oh there's the axe murder is right behind me that's i guess too bad for me uh like <laughs> as soon as it gets dark and, mm -hmm. and it's no one else is up uh i my imagination will run wild yeah i mean i'm i'm more likely to believe in the axe murder being there than the ghost mm. so well, I think everyone, I, I think even me as a ghost believer is more <laughs> likely to believe that an axe murder is there. I don't know. You never talk about axe murders. You always talk Ooh. about your damn ghosts. That's true. 
I never that you love so much. You're always kissing and hugging those ghosts. I never experienced an axe murderer. <laughs> it happened. I mean, who knows? Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Axe murder next, please. Yeah, I'm going to need a really dang good ghost to convince me. It's not going to happen. Well, mm. we'll we'll see. I I'm under the belief that if Damien was laying in his bed and his bed just started floating in the air, that he still mm. would think of something else other than it being a ghost. Uh-huh. It's interesting. So like even if the situation we talked about, like a ghost appears, it's like, hey, Damien, I am a ghost. Ask me anything about the afterlife. Yeah. Uh, put your hand through me. I am n- not a figment of your imagination. Right. And you'd be like, cool trick, man. Uh, I would be there. I would most likely think that there is a, a reason for why it's happening. Mm. I don't I don't think but that well, in- the reason is it's a ghost. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I don't think individual experiences are enough to prove the existence of ghosts. Interesting. Every 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 story is just an anecdote or a story of a story or someone's recollection of something that they thought they saw. And even if I saw something, I wouldn't be inclined to think that it was paranormal. He, Interesting. he believes that every experience I've had, it's been a gas leak or I've been poisoned. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at the guy. He's just been he's been poisoning himself. I've been years. through it. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just you know, go to a doctor just like you've got so much poison. in yeah. you right now your you... poison levels are much higher than they should. Be. Have you been drinking just did a basic bleach? poison test? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we did 16 different dip poisons in you and uh, too high. <laughs> like, I, like I have like the allergy test, but for, for poisons, for yeah, poisons. poisons. <laughs> and they draw the caterpillar on me after with all the connected dots. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, you have green poison you have purple poison <laughs> just about all the poison please please stop believing in ghosts yeah but and... that's that's my thing i i just don't think uh sure. i don't think an individual experience is is enough to convince me of anything paranormal even if the individual is you yes but if there's two people there that's <laughs> that doesn't mean anything what if one person's outside and they look in the window and see you you're not you're not listening to me that doesn't matter (laughs) an individual experience even if it's multiple people does not prove the existence of something all it does is Mm. it's an eyewitness account and people are very unreliable narratives so if anything i'm more inclined to believe that there's something that we just don't know what the fuck it is and Mm. that there probably is an explanation for why we're experiencing this together and i don't believe that it's paranormal wow I just think it, you can keep saying it, but it's not going to change my <laughs> mind about it. But I'm thinking, uh-huh. I'm thinking here that if like, yeah, I've been out for the day. Okay. Okay. okay <laughs> picture this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm picturing it. I've been out for the day. Uh-huh. Out for the day. I, I'm walking by your apartment. I look in the window mm-hmm. and you're there communicating with a ghost. And it's maybe even picking you up. Now I walk in the house and I still see uppies. it. I still we have see low it. ceilings. <laughs> what? We, giving me uppies? We have low ceilings. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's continuously bonking your head on the roof. It's not good. <laughs> a lot of bonks, I don't want so. that. <laughs> but I think that that would be reliable enough for me. Wow. Mm. It's it's interesting that you two not just are on opposing sides, but just opposing like. Uh, metrics as well that yeah. Damien, you're just like, no, 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 nothing, no evidence will support me. And Cody, it's just like, I'll, if I'll I buy, see, yeah, I'll buy same. something happened, okay, but I don't buy that it's paranormal. 
Okay. I I think that uh, the thing you got to know about Damien and, and I is uh, that we don't share any of the same opinions. Where mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we have zero chemistry, yeah. and <laughs> you have to yeah. just oh, no. question why we're even. Yeah, doing yeah, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cody's just like you know, he's just super, just like negative, and he hates everybody. <laughs> I think believing in ghosts <laughs> is a positive. I don't think it's a positive. I don't think it's a positive. I don't think it's a positive or a negative to believe in them. Yeah, but I certainly don't think it's a negative. Okay, then that's where we disagree. I don't think I'm being like, Ooh. oh, shucks. Imagine if there's all these ghosts terrorizing us. I guess my other thing, too, is that, um, well, because I don't believe in them, I don't think that there's any way that they're going to actually physically interact anyway. So it's mm. it's also one of those things where I feel like it's kind of like a moot point. But right. So he can't put himself in the situation. Yeah, yeah I, I think it gets to a negative when you get obsessive. <laughs> where it's if yeah. you if it's like ghosts are real and it, i will make it my life's mission to prove to <laughs> all of you that they are i am gonna get some bravo a and e tv show <laughs> where we mm-hmm. go into houses yeah. and it's all uh what uh the the god the night light what is it why can't i think of that word um when it's nighttime oh like the night vision camera vision night vision night vision camera Mm -hmm. and but you end up going in there for 30 minutes and close-ups you're like it's here i swear and run out yeah yeah. (laughs) well i would agree with that (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. honestly this is a bad time to announce our new pilot huh oh no oh i'm so sorry (laughs) take it again and i'll be much more positive about it yeah no, no, it's okay. It's fine. Don't worry. Don't it, that worry. actually okay. sounded like a, a, our pitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great pitch. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I prepared a, well, I didn't really prepare. I looked up some spooky uh, would you rathers for you today. Ooh, I love it. Um, one of these is pretty uh, dark. So I think we'll get oh, no. that one last. We'll build sure. to it. Uh, but would you rather... Um, would you rather spend an entire night in a coffin underground or spend a night in a haunted hotel, which I know Damien's answer? Uh, haunted hotel. Oh, my God. I was about to answer as soon as you said the coffin one. I was like going to say whatever the second one is. I yeah. don't I don't think there's a yeah. anything yeah. else. Totally. No, no. I oh, God, that I don't think I'm super claustrophobic, but a night in the coffin. I think that's got to. Yeah, that's mess you up. I, yeah, you get to stay in a bed in a room where you might hear some creaky walls. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Or be trapped in a small box underground. <laughs> what the fuck? Even with the hotel, with that, it's like, and the ghost is talking the entire time and just mm-hmm. bothering you. And it's like, cool, I'll still take that over. Yeah, the... it's like being in a regular hotel room. Sometimes they're just like thin walls and you can hear the people in the other mm. room. What's the difference? So when I initially read it, I glossed over the underground and just thought, spend the night in a coffin. Yeah, like Dracula, like in the oh, basement, it's just a right. coffin sitting there. So does would that change anything if it wasn't underground, but you're just in a closed coffin? It might be a little stuffy. Yeah, I, I think that does change things, but not enough to make me go. Yeah, I'd rather do that. Yeah. Is it? I would be thinking, what if someone accidentally puts me underground? All night? Yeah. <laughs> Is it one of those really plush ones like Dracula has? It's got like those big red pillowy pillows <laughs> in it. 
Those do look comfortable. They do look comfortable. <laughs> He's got a great coffin set. When yeah. you're Dracula, you get the best coffins. I, can we have it air conditioned? Ooh. Um, no, but I think you can mm. have holes in it. Holes? Yeah. Well, what if no. it rains? <laughs> well, that's. Oh, is this coffin problem. outside? We're adding so <laughs> many layers to this now. Well, your basement might flood. Oh, yes, that too. So. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Here's one that's uh, strictly nonsense that will then go into the really dark one, which will be even more shocking. Uh, right. Would you rather have coffee come out of your nose every time you sneeze <laughs> or have bacon for nails? <laughs> oh. I guess coffee. Because I'll use my hands and my nails uh, uh, much more often than uh, uh, I sneeze. Yeah. I agree with that when that it's it's a permanent thing versus a sometimes thing. But think about this. When you chew your nails, you get a little bacon snack. Oh, huge. You have friends over and you want to make a Caesar salad. You just go, give me a second. I'm going to chop up some bacon. Mm -hmm. But there is nothing I can think of that is worse than a nail coming off. Well, there's, I mean, well, if, you, if it was bacon, yeah, there's, there's a couple things. But in this moment, the, the most terrifying thing to me is if one of my mm -hmm. nails came off mm. and something crumbly like bacon, I would still feel the damage of that coming off. And then you would mm -hmm. just have an open well, I like to think of it. It's it's probably huh. more like um, as it grows, it gets crispier and crispier. So it's like soft at the at the nail. This is bed. the same thing as the other, where we can add a bunch of things to it. So <laughs> and then right at the, the bacon, end, <laughs> right at the is, end, it's crispy. Oh, that's great! <laughs> the, like, does it have the? If it's bacon, does it have the uh, uh, consistency and strength mm. of bacon, or does it have the strength of nails? Because mm. it's easier to like chew True. off bacon than his nails so like you said if it comes off completely mm -hmm. how hard or easy is that well i'm assuming there's some sort of magic involved oh yes of course you've been cursed by a wizard of course yeah. that is how the bacon happens yeah if though if your nails are bacon right would yes. you consider them delicious anymore or would you just mm. consider them to be what nails are because there's not necessarily a bad taste to your nails i don't think it has much flavor at all uh yeah i mean i think it depends and it's also i mean i haven't very really hard. got in there but they're very like hard you gotta get in there again and find out <laughs> you know what i mean though yeah um it's not a food stuff really bacon is yeah, I can see it, though, ruining bacon for yeah. you as it's just like, oh, eat the stuff that comes out of my hands. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, conversely, ruining bacon could be good for your cholesterol. True. True. Now we're talking because you would consider bacon as a part of like mm -hmm. cannibalism at that point if it's on your nails, I think. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. I, I guess because yes. sure. <laughs> you wouldn't. It's that is not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I'd be worried about like everything you just pick up and touch. It'd just be greasy. Mm, that is true. And then you have, have to wipe down everything to use it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that uh, perhaps this would make uh, Hannibal Lecter pretty excited that he has like a new 
ingredient <laughs> to work with, I guess. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, okay, so here's the big one. And this one goes with, I think this is going to, I mean, it's not going to be easy to say either, but I know, I think I know where this is going to go. Okay. Would you rather yeah. brutally murder oh, six boy. strangers <laughs> <laughs> or be part of the human centipede? Oh, oh well, easy. yeah, it is easy. Which is sad. I mean, brutally murder. 100%. Is this, <laughs> is this a situation like that um, riddle of the button where it's like you've got to push the button and six people just brutally die? Or do you have to brutally murder them yourself? It says you're brutally murdering them. I Okay. I'll that, do that. How It's like... It's uh, it's like a, a what would you do for a Klondike bar, but what would you do to not get shit in your mouth? I would do a lot to not do that. It's not just not get shit in your mouth, mm. to have your mouth sewn to someone's asshole. Yes. That's it's, fucked uh, up. I mean, does it also depend on where on the centipede you are, though? Mm -hmm. I'll Ooh. say it. There do I go. get to choose the people I murder or is it just like six <laughs> random people? It says six strangers. So, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, either way is going to be tough. How much are you willing to mm -hmm. take to not go that far? I guess. At least six murders. <laughs> At least yeah, six, six murders. is good. Seven's where I start to go, mm, no thanks, yeah. but yeah. six. There I feel we like go. at that point where I just tr probably try and kill myself before I did the centipede thing. Mm. But I, I would imagine yeah. that it would be like an instant flicker. Like, nope, you're in it. Oh, OK, yeah, I'm killing people. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start, you're just in it then. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. Well, if you're in the human centipede, then you're also like turning on that there's at least what three other people involved so like three other three strangers are already there with you and you're yes you're as basically, well as the german doctor yeah the german doctor's there <laughs> and you have to worry about his comfort level during all of this that's of true. course of i don't course, want to upset the german doctor have you both seen that movie yes i i actually have not i have not either and i, I was really curious to. enough i don't want to i I do, again, I do like horror. I do like that stuff. But I read, like, I think it was the Wikipedia entry about it just because I'm like, what is this actual mm -hmm. thing? And no, a thousand times. I, like, Cody, how was that to sit through? Like, it's not. I really dislike it. I don't understand how people would enjoy it. I understand mm -hmm. why it became a thing because everyone was like, it's it was almost mm -hmm. like a almost like a challenge right like yes a, a, sure. like you have to sit through this movie or whatever mm. but so many people watched it that they made three of them right i didn't go past Which the first one wild but it's totally not my kind of i'm a horror movie guy too but mm. like the uncomfortable i'm not for as much or like yeah. just the uncomfortable and i think like the mean-spirited yeah. Yes, right. it's quite <laughs> shockingly. It is quite dark. Yeah, <laughs> so it's more like torture porn than anything. It's yeah, like, do you really want to watch this? Which is odd because, like, 
I think like saw kind of like almost draws that line, but I'm okay with mm. saw. like I can do um, most of the saw movies. Yeah. Well, saw at least at least the first one. There, there's a little something there. There's like yeah. a murder mystery. There's like at least that kind of fun there where you're trying to figure it out along and stuff. But um, with uh, human centipede it just sounds so gross yeah there's so, there's no mystery ugh. there's no yeah. mystery the mystery is how long will it take before each one of these people die and that's not a fun yeah. mystery also, also the saw one it always it there's like a reason why they're there currently mm-hmm. there's not really a reason in human centipede is there true no i don't think so I mean, it's been a long time since I've watched it and I only saw it once. I'm not saying it's justified to put someone in an elaborate torture murder device, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but I honestly I think that in our brains, the reason why a lot of horror movies are successful, especially or especially like slasher films mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why we accept them is because it's this formula of basically every villain mm-hmm. being like an angel of death i suppose where they're justifying their murder like you see and they're basically going i guess even though i'm not a religious person they're going basically by the bible i think of seeing you see the person's sin and then the person well that's what they say and that's why there's always like the final girl or whatever Mm. who is you know she's the one who wasn't corrupted or whatever Mm -hmm. right so yeah, so I think that and that really goes far with mm-hmm. uh, Saw where it's like this person mm-hmm. murdered someone or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, no. yeah, yeah, interesting. I think we know what we need to do now. It is 1230 mm-hmm. uh, p.m. on a Friday. Let's put on Human Centipede. Let's get <laughs> do six a watch strangers party. in here <laughs> and let's just do it. Let's figure it out. Let's figure this one out for real. Wait, do we each need to kill six people or like collectively? Ooh. I, there's three of us. That's just enough for a centipede. Well, that's, that's true. Are we the centipede? I think I think that by this question mm-hmm. that we would each need to kill six people to not be involved in the centipede. And it, this cycle would almost keep going. I feel like depending where in the centipede you are, you'd have to kill more people, though, right? Like if you're in the front, that's probably about a four kill. Mm. But if you're in the middle mm. or the end, mm. I'm thinking that there's almost no way like we're the three of us are in a room yeah mm-hmm. and you're like you have to kill six people right i think damien's going for me right away i think he's, kind of, <laughs> I think he's i'm trying to put you out of your wow. misery i'm I, helping you i think i'm one of the people you kill well you're not a stranger or are you i guess i guess now did you ever know i'm really i guess i never did yeah <laughs> that's the lesson we really learned today oh <laughs> yeah well, on that note, we got a story to tell. Oh, shit. <laughs> we all drew mm-hmm. positions beforehand. Uh, Ted, do you want to reveal what you drew? Uh, I am the celebrity. Yeah. So I go right. to a random mm-hmm. celebrity generator. It's going to deliver you four options, and you'll have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story, not right. stricken to that character. Mm-hmm. So your options are mm-hmm. uh, Seth Rogen. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Sarah Shahi, John Bon Jovi, (laughs) and Dr. Phil. Great. So, honestly, not a bad run there. (laughs) No, that's not bad at all. Sarah Shahi, I'm just looking up. 
Because <laughs> that's the one you're drawn to right now. Because that's the one. Oh, I'm coming in Sarah Shahi, and I'm going to go, do you remember my work on Person of Interest from 2011 to 2016? <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> great, great stuff I did on there. <laughs> Was that a TV show? <laughs> yes, starring uh, the guy who played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ. Great. <laughs> All right. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I drew the swing. I got no responsibility in the story. I can do whatever mm-hmm. I want. And that means I drew the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to can I get a.com for a location, a relationship, or a word. Let's do a location. Uh, penthouse apartment. Mm. Penthouse apartment. Spooky penthouse apartment. Spooky. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh stresses me out it um, gives me anxiety it uh it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed but it doesn't have to be that way no it doesn't so the people at better help have people to talk to you about this and talk to me yeah and if you're thinking about starting therapy better helps a great way to do that it's entirely online so even if you are stuck in bed what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions Exactly. Yeah, just open up your open it uh, up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed, perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know, and and it's all. And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. It was a rainy Saturday evening. Michael had just gotten on the elevator. He wasn't the only one there, though. There was someone standing by the buttons, just kind of finger hovering over them, not sure which one to press. Michael leaned over and uh, pressed the button for the penthouse. The man looked at him, confused, like, who would press that button? He lives up there at the top? I don't live at the top. Who is this guy? Sorry, um, are you like an elevator operator or like do you live in the building? Because you've just you haven't pressed any of these buttons and 
Like I'm going to my home. No, I just I I I got on the elevator and I I'm on the I'm on the 13th floor, but there's no 13 button. So which is it 12 or is it 14? Which one do I press? <laughs> and you live in the penthouse, the PH? Yes, yes. It, the third the f- there's no third. You live in the. F- yes, I live in the. F- Listen, wow, there's no 13th floor. If someone sold you, what the hell? Did you check out a place before this or did I'm you just blindly it. pay for a 13th? Floor? No, I did it on on the Internet. I from out of town and I'm moving in right now. OK, I, 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 I got some unfortunate news for you. Was it on Craigslist? <laughs> Maybe. You you bought a, a place that doesn't Wait, exist. So there's no 13th floor. No. Then how did they get to the 14th floor? Well, a lot of buildings just kind of skip over it. Like technically the 14th would be the 13th, but because of the bad luck situation. But don't the people know they're really on the 13th or is it just like a blank space? <laughs> I mean, without getting into a full Mitch Hedberg bit here with you, I, I just. Who? <laughs> Can we go to your place? Wait. I mean, if you want to come into my place, then we can figure this out. There. OK, you that's a deal. Let's go to your house, please. Uh, okay. I want to see the penthouse. <laughs> this is a lot of floors, by the way. We've been. In Wait a minute. Can I press time. the closed door button? <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Go OK. Uh, he reached his finger slowly, wavering, hovering just millimeters from the button. Oh, my God. Just millimeters from pressing it, but never quite connecting. It was like, uh, one sorry, of those- can you can you can you hold the door? Oh, yes, I can hold the door. His oh. butt, his finger slowly edged over to the open door button, just millimeters away from pressing it, but never quite pressing it. Michael just uh, reached over and pushed it now. <laughs> Here, get, get in, get in. Oh. oh, thank you. Thanks so much for holding that. You know, it's, it's been a real long day. How long has it been? Uh, you know, well, I've been up since 930. So, oh. I mean, it's 1030 now. It's been an hour. But, you know, still, I mean, lawn, it doesn't really mean lawn is in the length. I mean, lawn is in events that have transpired. Yes. Ooh, that's a full episode of CSI Miami. Oh, my favorite CSI. Uh, if you could just push the 13th floor button, uh, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> that's where I live, too. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm Sorry, what? this is there is no 13th floor in here. Have you purchased a place on the 13th floor as well? Yeah. Oh, on <sighs> Craigslist also? Yeah, Craigslist. Me too. Yeah, yeah. They said 13th floor available. Move immediately. Like, yeah. I need a place right now. The whole floor. Wait, we're roommates. Yes, we are. They said you will be moving in with someone else who answers this Craigslist ad. It was a very specific ad. I don't think there was anything wrong with it. Listen, we're going up to the penthouse now to talk about it. All right, let's go to the penthouse and figure it out. Yeah, I'll take you up there. Don't worry. (sighs) The elevator shot up to the penthouse. When they got there, the doors opened. A cloud of mist greeted them because every penthouse has to have a cloud of mist outside of it. Sorry, I surround my apartment with Febreze. Uh, it smells yeah. so fresh. Is yeah, it I to love hide it. something? Listen here, I, pull up the email where both of you responded to it. You paid your money and we'll mm. get in contact with this guy and we'll figure it all out. Okay, okay here you go. 
But yeah, take I it. Unfolded a big piece of printer paper. <laughs> you printed out the email? I printed the email. Did you do the same? Uh, I actually did it in Morse code. Uh, yeah. That's how I receive all my emails. So I can just read it for you if that's easier. Uh, dot, <laughs> dot, dash, 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 dot, 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 dash, yeah. dash, dash, dot, dot. Whoa, that was a short email. Oh, it was very direct. Just said it's, yes. It's like Morse code slang, so I could understand it. I'm I'm so sorry to hear that, but listen, do you have uh, refreshments in your penthouse? Ooh, yes. Go over to the. Do fridge. you have Bud Light? Ooh, I don't know what I have. Just what do you mean you don't know what you have? Well, I live in a penthouse. People buy things for me. They f- I pay someone to come and fill my fridge. Oh, wow. Okay, Mr. 1%. I didn't know that's where we were here. All right, well, let's go inside and we'll talk about it. You just read the email and tell me if you figure anything out. Okay, I'll read yours. Honestly, I'm going to need some help with the Morse code ones. Hey, this I can read it again sweet. for you if you want. Dot, dot, dash, dash, dash. Are you writing this down? <laughs> Yeah, it'd be easier if you could translate it, or did you not understand what he was saying either? Oh, I just, I can only read in Morse code. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. Oh, I'm seeing something here. I got an email. Oh. Well, it's just where it says from. Okay. And it says James at Craigslist. Ooh. Yeah, what does that tell you? Well, I think. That's who I bought it from. You think I'm a fucking idiot? (laughs) You said you, I don't know. I think that we have something that we can contact. Hey, do you mind if I uh, just fry up a couple of these uh, st- uh, these steaks? It looks like you're already doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm already doing it. I just thought I'd ask to be polite. Oh, you've got a really great bed here. Do you mind if I just like crawl in for a bit? Oh, my God. Listen, OK, I hope you don't mind, but I ordered some pay-per-view television pornos. <laughs> No, I do. I actually do mind about that one. That what? Be, that's a step too you far. Said make yourself at home. Yeah, I mean that's what we do. Yeah, you Crawl said you into pay- bed, fry up some steaks, and watch porn. <laughs> you said you pay people to fill your fridge. Well, you can pay me to fill up your TV with um, hot porn. It looks like I'm already paying. You paid for it using my account. Well, you already had your credit card linked to it, so clearly you wanted to watch it. That's true. That's true. If your credit, everyone knows if your credit card is automatically linked to a pay per view account, you want to watch porn. There's other things on there. Uh, like what? Listen, are you even concerned about not having an apartment here, or are you just hoping to stay in mind for the rest of your lives? Well, you oh, said- I. You said make yourselves at home. I mean, yeah. that's, that's where we are do. now. We're home. No. I just meant let's get up here. We can figure it all out together and we'll we'll get your money back. We'll get your money back. Well, I don't see why we have to. I mean, we're here. This is yeah. the 13th floor. It's all good. Yeah, we're in the penthouse. P.H. That's code for one three. Mm. It makes sense. Yeah. 13. P is the first letter of the alphabet and H is the third. Don't yeah. question it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Morse code. It's probably... it's Morse code. You know Morse code. They flip the alphabet around a lot. One dot for P, three dots for H. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Listen, 
just because you paid someone doesn't mean you can stay wherever you can get situated. You did not pay me. You can't stay here. That's why we need to figure this out and we need to get you into an actual home that's not mine because even though, yes, I am wealthy, like you said, oh, it's geez. true. Throw it around like it's no big deal. <laughs> We're just a couple of poories over here. Yeah, come on. All right, come on. Get on it, Columbo. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. Solve you, the mystery. You do. Just like my favorite show, CSI Miami. Wait, you called great... me Columbo and then said your favorite show, CSI? Yeah, because I respect CSI Miami. Mm. Columbo? That doddering fool? No. Listen, we just got to figure this out. So if you want to call around and I'll just get yeah. some beauty sleep, okay? I've got to be up early for the yeah. filming of the new season of The L Word. I'm going to go take a bath right now because uh, my my dogs are barking and I'm going to just use some of these fancy oils and salts, okay? Do we... Do you work on set of the L word? Or are you just going to be hanging around the set? No, I work. I'm Sarah Shahi. Do you not recognize me? <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I, 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 I don't watch. Wow. OK, so TV. we Oh well, maybe you should watch more or even some films like my role in Rush Hour three or <laughs> Bullet to the Head. Yeah. And it's coincidentally, I also work on the L word. I'm the wrangler for the titular L. Yeah, that L, I mean, talk about Diva. Yeah. Okay. They have also done work on Sesame Street. Listen. It's, been, it's a short resume for L and, right uh, now. I and mean, uh, David Letterman, top 10 best alphabet letters. <laughs> it's a classic bit right there. Yeah. I don't know if being on a top 10 list is work, but... Hey, they it got paid, paid so... Okay. I don't know, buddy. Just some of us aren't born rich like you. Some of us have to work oh, wow. for our money. Again, one percent. Wow. It sounds like Sarah's pretty wealthy as well. Hey. Uh, I don't know about that. Would you say that to the uh, second lead of Road to Paloma from 2014, co-starring Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa? I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, get your beauty sleep, eat up. I'm in the bath right now. I'll get to work. Okay. Ooh. I'm just going to rearrange some things, figure out the fun shui. You know, maybe, uh, hey, uh, why don't you uh, uh, go see if um, there's any mail or anything for us outside that we might need? I'm sure it's just going to be my mail. I don't no, know why I, you would I had my emails redirected to your penthouse. Mm -hmm, me too. Just now? Yeah. Yeah. So that they, they should be printed and couriered over. Yes. And if you see any pigeons around, have them come in. I usually have my uh, uh, Morse code carried over by carrier pigeon. Yeah. And my son should be by in a couple of hours. Okay. Well, I guess I'll he's helping me move in. It's highly unlikely that your son would already be here at my penthouse or the pigeons would be here at my penthouse or you'd already have mail, but I'll guess I'll check it. Oh, my God. Everyone's here. Look at all this mail. Yeah. I yeah. assume this is your son. OK, come on in. He doesn't uh, speak much. <laughs> OK, he's a quiet boy. And uh, the pigeons, I'm supposed to just allow them into my house. 
Yeah, yeah, let them in. It's going to be a rewrite for Black Adam, which I am going to be playing Ices in in October 21st, 2022. Wow, so they hit one page per pigeon? Yep, it's these pigeons, they get a lot of work, but they're good. Don't ever tell me they're not good. Hey, son, come on in here. We're having bathtub steaks and watching pornography. Ooh, I could go for a pornography breaker right now. Come on in. Don't the watch. War. Don't watch some porn with your hey, son. Hey, you get on that. You get on that email and figure out what the bathtub. what the heck happened with the thirteenth floor apartment that we were promised and we paid for good money. You know who needs thirteenth floor when uh, uh, this is the thirteenth floor? I mean, penthouse. That's I think true. I think we're P-H. good right here. This might be what the Craigslist asked for. You're right. We're we're already home. It's like real estate agents say: if you lived here, you'd already be home, and we're hey. already home. Hey, uh, hey, guy, um, uh, where's your Craigslist email? Yeah, where's your Craigslist email? Well, I I I came to a showing and bought this place. I didn't go through Craigslist. So you don't. You don't have any you, proof then. You don't have a Craigslist email. I mean, <laughs> not was... to be. Uh... <laughs> what. Yeah. Not to be rude like my character Zoe in Rush Hour 3, but uh, mm-hmm. you should get out. That's the only good Rush Hour. I, I haven't seen the first two. Are they okay? They're, they don't have Sarah Shahi in it, so they're not worth it. That's true. I mean, I guess I don't have a Craigslist. I don't know how you prove that you live here. We can go to the front desk, but... No, I, I think it might be... Uh, best if you just pack your things and head yeah. on out yeah why don't you go on down to the front desk and ask them we'll be up he, here yeah we'll just be up here and we'll just you know just make sure things uh, stay safe yeah okay head on down we'll be here i guess i'll get this figured out and then you'll know that i do live here and all right yeah I, for sure yeah don't worry about it it's cool just yeah don't 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 get rid of my stuff while I'm gone. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about that. The stuff's no, fine. Yeah, we won't get rid of it. We might just, you know, rearrange it, figure some things out with it. But it'll still be here. Yeah. The pigeons drag a couch off the balcony and throw it over. <laughs> it didn't tie the room together very well. No, 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 no. <laughs> Michael got back in the elevator. He pressed the ground floor button and came out into the lobby, ran right up to the front desk, and he pointed at that that. <laughs> concierge and he said listen mac i got a problem mac i need you i need you to give me proof that i live here please listen michael you have uh never really lived here have you no i paid in full michael this was never your apartment this was never your home you were never someone using Craigslist. Is Craigslist the only way that this build like this is a high-end building? We just go up Craigslist here? Yes, this is well, I mean <laughs> have have you not seen the portrait of our owner? He pointed over to the wall. A giant picture of Craig from Craigslist was on the wall. He was staring down at Michael. It was almost as if the eyes were following him around the room. Before he turned away, the eyes disappeared for a minute. And gave him a little wink. Um, Mac, where have my 
where have my payments been going then if it's not to this place? I don't understand. How can You're, I just lose a place? How can you lose what was never yours? Craig collects all your payments. He makes his list bigger and bigger and bigger. And Michael, it's time for you to know you're on the list now. The concierge pressed a button under the desk. The floor opened up from underneath Michael, and he fell down a chute. <laughs> he lands on a small mattress in a weird basement. There's not a lot of light down there, but he starts feeling around, feeling around. Maybe there's a. Oh, here's a switch. Click. A blinding white light hits Michael. He's in a large hallway. Oh my God. Come to me, Michael. Come on. Okay. Come on down, Michael. Sorry, I just can't seem to see who you are. Lights are Michael, bright. it's a hallway. Just come on down. All right, I'll walk. Michael, hurry it up. I don't have all day. I'm a busy yeah, man. You, do I'm you going. know who I am? Craig. That's right. Craig. I'm Craig. 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 Where have my payments been going? Do I not live in this building? Michael, your payments mean nothing to me. <laughs> Why'd you take them then? They're but a drop in the bucket to me. Buckets. Listen, you didn't go about the proper channels. You ignored my website and the power that it bestows upon people. But now power I want to give Christ. you a chance of redemption. Okay. Here, take this laptop. Okay. I want you to set up a new account. Forget that. I already set you one up because I am oh. Craig of Craigslist. Craig of Craigslist. And this is the password on the post-it note here. Yes, you are now Michael 4329942. Was Michael? Yes, there was no there was no more Michaels left, so I had to change it to Michael. Right. Okay. Yes. Listen, you can now use your Craigslist account. And you can find a place to live as well. That's not my apartment. No, unfortunately, we've already rented that out to the two gentlemen upstairs. Sarah Shahi and the other. <laughs> the, the nice man and his son. The nice man and son. That's the beauty of Craigslist is that I don't need to know your name. All I need is your Craigslist account. Okay, I guess I'll just choose this one. Okay. Good luck to you, Michael. Was that good a good luck. one? You'll have to be the one to find that out. Ooh. Michael, wait. One last thing. What? Thank you for joining Craigslist. Welcome to the list. Michael was suddenly shot backwards at an alarming rate. He hit the back wall and was shot up the chute. The floor closed back open, and Michael was there back in the lobby in front of the concierge. Um, sorry, Mac. Do you know the directions to four three one Sherman Lane? That's where my new place is. Oh, of course. In the building, I know all directions. You'll just take the elevator all the way there. <sighs> Michael got in the elevator. He typed in <laughs> the address <laughs> on the buttons. 
I guess I should get used to this new place. The doors closed and the elevator shot up Willy Wonka style through the roof <laughs> and it flew him to his new address. A dilapidated old shack on the edge of town <laughs> covered in garbage and grime, wild dogs eating from them, little little raccoons and and strayed animals all about. Wait, that's four, three, zero and four, three, one is on this headstone my new address is a coffin underground (laughs) (laughs) you should have joined craigslist sooner that's all i'm gonna say spooked that was a scary story so oh my god that's Hope that never happens to me. Yeah, that would make me believe in ghosts, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I, prove to me ghosts are real. I I think that uh, we uh, really got to uh, uh, the political matter at hand and really mm-hmm. spoke to uh, the housing crisis, the housing crisis, yeah. oh, and for rent sure. control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that we could uh, <laughs> use our voice for that today. I'm glad. I to. mean. I mean, you told me before we started, you don't just do uh, improv comedy. You uh, deliver a message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we we, we um, love to uh, speak to political topics in an obtuse mm. way here. Uh, yeah. So look through all of our past stories oh. and try to figure out what we're trying yeah. to say. There's like a whole mm. narrative going back years here. Oh, wow. And if you connect the dots in just the right way, I think you'll figure it out. <laughs> intense good good i can't wait to read that buzzfeed article where it's <laughs> where we get 13 things you missed on spooked <laughs> ted i'm so glad that we could uh have you here today and uh so glad to do it believe in ghosts as well uh, you did it you did you did it right there wow. i'm convinced oh my god <laughs> where can everyone follow you uh, oh, you can follow me at. Oh, let me look that up. Do I know my own anything? <laughs> uh, right off the bat, you can follow me. Oh, as I uh, uh, desperately uh, uh, am, am, am buying time at Tham Bambly on Twitter and the same on Instagram. Oh, I should learn that. Um, <laughs> yep. Tham Bambly, T-H-A-M-B-A-M-B-O-Y on Instagram, on Twitter. You can check that out. Um, And uh, I also uh, am doing uh, a monthly show with one of my improv troops, uh, Orson Mm. Wales. Uh, We are doing that the last Tuesday of every month at Comedy Bar. So the next one will be June 28th uh, at 930 at Comedy Bar. Amazing. Amazing. And yeah, always fun to see. And then, uh, yeah, you, we'll be uh, tweeting that out and sharing it on Instagram at Spook Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on Ted with direct links to those social medias, as well as links to all the other episodes that he's done on the network. Mm-hmm. And go to the sonar shop and you can uh, get some get shirts, a spook T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts, we got a shirt for you. <laughs> yeah. Whether you flip flop, get both. Um, yeah. Give one to your mom. Give one to your dad. Who cares, right? You know? Yeah, who cares? I mean, well, Father's Day. It's coming up. Just, 
just so, came up or happened, yeah. you know, give them a belated gift. Um, <laughs> what, what's another summer holiday? What Canada uh, Day? Canada Fourth Day? Of July. Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're patriotic. Um, um, what's the one in the middle? There's one in like the beginning of August, isn't there? Oh, probably. Is there a... Not what's Victoria the August Day. holiday? Easter. Easter, yeah. Yeah, Easter. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah. the, the perfect months to put eggs out in mm-hmm. August. I think <laughs> I couldn't think of a better Father's Day gift than giving your dad a shirt of two bozos in Toronto that he's never heard of. <laughs> hey, even if he wears it to do yard work, that's a t-shirt sold. Spooked. Spooked. He'll advertise it to the yard. <laughs> Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.